Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. A federal court continues to prevent the Trump administration from banning transgender people from the military. A U.S. district court rules again that an injunction on the ban will remain in effect and in full force nationwide. Judge Marsha Peckman is one of four federal judges to stop the ban until all lawsuits are settled. The Senate approves a more than $700 billion defense policy bill, and as Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu reports, one provision would block the president's proposed deal with Chinese telecommunications firms. The defense authorization bill would reinstate an earlier decision made by the Commerce Department banning the Chinese company ZTE from buying components made in the United States. President Trump has proposed relaxing those sanctions as part of trade negotiations with Beijing. The legislation would also prohibit DOD from entering into any contracts with companies that use systems made by ZTE or by Huawei another Chinese equipment maker. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Air Force awards a nearly $22 million contract to DynCorp International to maintain, fuel, and supply aircraft in the Very Important Person Special Air Mission contract. The vehicles used for the mission transport the president, vice president, and other dignitaries. The Veterans Affairs Department has new data on veteran suicide trends in 2015. About 20 veterans a day die by suicide, which is in line with the previous year's statistics. More veterans committed suicide in 2015 compared to the previous year, but the suicide rate has gone up faster for veterans who don't use VA services compared to those who do. 2015 is the most recent data VA has available. The VA says it's working with the Pentagon and Centers for Disease Control to refine the data analysis and publish 2016 veteran suicide data in the fall. Customs and Border Protection wants industry help in solving the agency's recruitment, hiring, and retention challenges. CBP's Chief Acquisition Officer Mark Borkowski says the agency has improved its time to hire, but it still takes anywhere from 180 days to a full year to recruit, hire, train, and deploy new Border Patrol agents and CBP officers to the field. CBP signed a $297 million contract with Accenture Federal Services to help them more quickly hire new agents. CBP says it sees this contract as a test case for future industry opportunities. Federal agencies are having a tough time recruiting and hiring women to law enforcement positions. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission says that women in federal law enforcement positions fell from 14% in 2012 to 13% in 2016. Women made up only 5% of Border Patrol agents in 2016 and 8% of federal police officers. The EEOC says agencies should consider coordinating a government-wide cadet program and making a targeted administration-wide push to hire more women to law enforcement positions. The IRS decides not to go its own way with a large IT services contract. The IRS is bucking the government-wide trend of recompeting their own large multiple award contract. Instead, the IRS, which provides the contract for all of Treasury to use, says it's moving the work to government-wide contracts that fall under the best-in-class designation from OFPP. These include GSA Schedule 70 and Alliant 2 contracts. The IRS decides last week it will not renew its TIPS-4 vehicle, which it awarded to 33 vendors in 2010 with a ceiling of $4 billion. I'm Jason Miller. The IRS needs to rein in runaway workers' compensation payouts to its employees. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration finds IRS shells out more than $40 million a year in workers' comp to more than 1,400 employees, with more than half of the recipients receiving it for more than six years, some for more than 40 years. TIGTA recommends tightening up procedures for initiating workman's comp to cut fraud and periodically checking to see if people are still eligible. I'm Tom Temin. A former special agent for the IRS's Criminal Investigation Division gets convicted for filing false tax returns, obstruction of justice, and stealing government money. A jury finds Elena Alikina guilty of filing six false returns over the course of three years, making fraudulent deduction claims. She'll be sentenced in late September. 
A former CIA employee is charged with stealing classified information from the agency. Joshua Schultz also faces charges of receiving, possessing, and transporting child pornography. Prosecutors say Schultz stole the classified materials in 2016 and gave it to a transparency advocacy organization. The Office of Government Ethics wants EPA's watchdog to broaden its investigation into agency administrator Scott Pruitt. David Apel, acting head of AGE, asks EPA's IG to look into claims Pruitt ordered agency staff to set up a personal meeting with Chick-fil-A executives in an effort to obtain a franchise for his wife. The EPA IG was already looking into a favorable condo deal Pruitt may have gotten from the wife of an energy lobbyist. OGE warns it may take formal corrective action of its own. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.